0: you're listening to The Direct Care Derm. My name is Stephen. I'm a board-certified dermatologist and direct care dermatology practice owner. I'm also your host. The Direct Care Derm is a podcast that gives you a blueprint for creating a direct care practice of your own with the help of my story as I'm living it and the stories of many friends and colleagues, both within dermatology and other fields of medicine and in relevant non-medical fields, such as marketing and finance. Each week, my friends and I will be bringing you tips, resources, education, entertaining stories, industry insights, and so much more. Consider this your one-stop shop for taking yourself from direct care curiosity to direct care mastery. At this point, you may find yourself asking, what is direct care? Direct care is the restoration of the therapeutic physician-patient relationship and the trust between patient and physician that has eroded so terribly over the last several decades. Direct care is addition by subtraction. It's the opposite of indirect care, the kind of care that's so frustrating to both patients and doctors. If you or a doctor in your life has ever talked about being burned out in medicine, this is one of the biggest reasons why. Fortunately, there's something we can do about it. By removing as many barriers as possible that stand between physicians like myself and the people who need us, Direct care practices seek to provide transparent, affordable, accessible, and superior care that meets and ideally even surpasses the expectations of the 21st century healthcare consumer. So, health insurance is no longer insurance, uh, and it, it is a club membership of sorts that is a very unfun club to be part of, but is still really expensive. Insanely expensive. Yeah, my family paid thirty-seven-ish thousand dollars between my employer and myself, family of four, to be covered before deductible. Three thousand deductible on top of that. Fifteen percent co-insurance yep. after that.
1: Yep. <laughs> I'm having to get a lot of medical. So my my Christmas, I'm working on my holiday card yet because I'm. I don't know. It'll be. Maybe a Valentine's Day card, yeah. but my the I title my cards every year Love with it. something right, and yeah. this year is a year of surgery. There you go. <laughs> every single member of my family had to have met my some deductible. Surgery this year. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and your out-of-pocket like, maximum. I met that this year too. That's a fun yes. one. Yeah, we did that.
1: my kid goes to college in a different state. Yeah, and they needed an emergency appendectomy on move-out day. Mm. That is exactly what health insurance is for. Yes, um,
0: so you get in a car accident and you're in the hospital recovering yes. for 30 days, and the, the stuff yes. that we need to share the costs with society. Or otherwise, yeah. we will. And but we have this really expensive system where people still go bankrupt all the yes. time <laughs> due to medical debt. Yes. It, it just doesn't make sense. So, we again, not anti insurance. Uh, we love insurance for when it's right. uh, appropriate to use insurance. And you do not need insurance to get a skin check. You do not need insurance to get your warts looked at. You do not even need insurance to have your infantile hemangioma managed. It is very doable. And this is not just for wealthy people. Think about the yes. amount of money. A not wealthy person, however you define that, spends every time they walk into Target or Sam's Club or Costco.
1: I see the, way more people in the middle because I don't think that fancy. It's
0: a straw man a lot argument of use for
1: me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't need
0: the fancies. You're not going to be attracting the fancies, and you don't want to. I want. Yeah. No, I'm not for everybody. Some people are going to be like that yeah. guy never shuts up. He uh, is annoying. <laughs> his Jokes are bad. But and. But some people are going to be like, finally, I'm vibing with this guy. And that's how you sell yourself to people who are going to, A, hold themselves accountable because they want to get better because they want to impress you, first of all, something like that. And (laughs) and you can have that therapeutic physician-patient relationship. I ran away from Silicon Valley where it was all engineers because I couldn't handle it. I was like, I I cannot talk to another engineer about every single question they have. But it's not because I didn't like talking to those people. It's because I didn't have the time and I wasn't being compensated for it. And now I have the flexibility to say, you've been seen by three dermatologists and two other specialists, and you have a stack of records this thick, and you're asking about gut health, and you have some functional medicine tests that you have done that you'd like me to look at. Rather than cringing and running away and... saying, this is going to blow up my day. I'm going to say, you're in the right place. This is the time I'm going to give you. This is what it's going to cost. And this is where we're going to get you. And I'm going to get you there. And it's so empowering and freeing to be able to know where your zone of genius is, I'm not doing filler. I don't want to do filler. I, I, I suck at it. I'm scared when I do it. I wouldn't do a good yeah. job. And nobody should be right. paying me $2,000 to put a few mils of, of filler in their face. They should go to someone right. who's good at it. I just love the way that we can figure it out and still be good doctors and still serve people and yeah. make a good living and make a good business at the same time and employ people yeah. and pay lots of taxes love paying taxes. If I pay taxes, it means I made money. <laughs> That's a good know, thing. And you are have been very much my inspiration on my journey, and you've helped me so much you. with the nuts and bolts. And if there's anything mm-hmm. that you want to share, I will definitely have you back. But anything within your tech stack, for instance, because you are primarily a virtual uh, dermatologist, uh-huh. yeah. there's anything that you think has worked particularly well that you think maybe someone else doesn't and might not know about or any sort of pearl yeah. that you could drop on sure. that side?
1: Let me think about that for a second. Yeah, I would say of the I have seven thoughts in my brain. One thought that is unrelated to your immediate question mm-hmm, is, sure. but I think that you are right on the thing that's most important, okay. which is when you're doing any of this, just get advice. Yes. Talk to lots that. of people yeah. of all different kinds and especially people who are doing something like you want to mm-hmm. do maybe they do have a successful private practice where they take insurance we'll just talk to them yeah be like how'd you do that yeah. and you learn stuff and then okay stuff that i like i hate click boxes mm. and i care a lot about how things look to me yeah so because we are visual people and i think just things that don't Read easily for me are really irritating. Like in uh, a lot of the medical records, there's just all this junk in there that I don't want. <laughs> I use Google Workspace for my video calls, and you sign a BA with Google. I'm sure you've talked mm-hmm. about this in your podcast. I, I haven't yet. No, and, this is
0: important. People oh, probably don't even it, know. Yeah. Oh, I can use Google. That's HIPAA compliant. And yeah. that's that. This is important stuff. i I'm not. Yeah,
1: you literally go online mm-hmm. with Google and yeah. you sign a BA. You yeah. don't. It's just right there. which is a
0: business associate agreement right something like that that's what right it's B-A- yeah. yep
1: okay yep and so it basically means that you guys have agreed that you are doing business together mm-hmm. and you're going to play by the rules that you are agreeing to yeah and you don't get to negotiate that it's google there's mm-hmm. not like a person to talk to it's mm-hmm. a form yeah. online okay fine and i can use that for my charting for where i put my pictures and, then- and i can keep track of things so simple things I always go back to isotretinoin as an example. So this is a thing where we have chronic visits on the same thing all the time. And so I just put those into a spreadsheet. I don't need 17 Word document type things like Uh. Google Sheet things. No, I have one little spreadsheet and it's all in and I can look at it on one computer screen, less than a computer screen, and I can see how my patient is doing. And I can can put enough information in there that it really is personal Mm. to that person. But the actual information I need is actually pretty small yes. and can fit in a small space like it means a lot to it, me Notes are yes. supposed to mean what they mean to me yeah. they really don't need to be part of the billing machine so yeah. that's one thing i love i love the flexibility of that i have ex- lots of ways in my brain i would love to use that more i use google forms to bring my demographic information in from my patients because everybody's real comfortable with them they're easy again you have to be careful with google because they have things that are HIPAA compliant in their list and things that aren't hmm. so you can't just like plug in whatever app you want you have to actually pay attention mm-hmm. if you want to be HIPAA compliant technically for the most of us doing direct care aren't actually covered entities and so we don't actually have to be HIPAA compliant which is something that people don't know hmm. but I what do you mean by covered
0: do- entity for, for the audience
1: HIPAA defines what a covered mm-hmm. entity is and it yeah. basically has to do with people who are exchanging information mm-hmm. relative to insurance because if you look back at what HIPAA started as yeah. it started as a consumer protection <laughs> It existed so that you could protect your information and take it somewhere else when you wanted to because people were keeping your information hostage and that was not okay. That's why portability Portability. is one of the words. Privacy (laughs) and Mm portability. And so people don't. I think, realize that it's supposed to be a consumer protection. So I mm-hmm. like things that are protecting people. And I like what mostly it means from my perspective is that it means that the companies that do it have thought about security and protecting yeah. your information, either your medical information or your financial information, your demographics, yeah. your information that um, has value. Yeah,
0: It's a good signal. And it's correct. a guidepost. that You yes. do care about privacy. We care about privacy.
1: And people are interpreting them yeah. to mean these things, which is not yes. actually what they mean. Yeah. And so that's a whole other thing Mm -hmm. i say get a good lawyer it's real helpful they can answer questions for you and if you just read stuff i've actually read relevant chunks and it's helpful i'm a doctor i can read things but i ask people questions if i don't understand them yes so i use google workspace Mm -hmm. i like it because it's flexible i do my video calls through that people are real comfortable with google meet i hate apps I don't want another app. If somebody tells me I have to download an app to interact with their medical system, I just want to throw up. I'm so tired of apps and portals and oh my God. Good for you. Um, text stand. I And then text. My patients are young. They want to text. Their yeah. parents want to text. They don't want to be dinking around with portals mm. and everything else. I have not yet found a system that truly texts easily mm-hmm. in this way. So I repurposed a system that is used in a hospital to communicate among doctors and nurses and for discharge planning. And I actually use that because that is HIPAA compliant. You can do video through that, but I just use it for texting yeah. where I have people send me still photographs of their rashes and Great. I send them their forms and they send in their payment. I do but my payment through QuickBooks. For the they're Sorry for the credit the, card information. Good.
0: Uh, that, that's very good. We'll get to that in a second. For yep. the texting, it still uh-huh. looks like texting. They're not going into an app where they're texting. They're texting on their native if, it, if it, it's an it iphone a, in iMessages how does it work
1: so it texts you a link okay. and you click the link and it brings you into a texting thing i
0: see okay so it's not so quite it is not, the same getting close to that is really important because people care about
1: right it. and i looked into them everybody says oh you can use sms for this and then when you go through their demos and then people come and do the demos and they say the first thing that we do is we text people a thing saying they waive their right to privacy yes <laughs> and i'm like that is not cool. the same as <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually protecting their privacy. Yes. This is how we that remain
0: compliant with HIPAA by getting drag- patients to say they don't care about it. I
1: hate BS like that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Things that feel like ripping people yeah. off. And taking of, advantage like, of I'm going to people. take your privacy mm-hmm. and just throw it by the wayside that you have to interact. Every time you click accept terms and conditions, yeah. you have to because we want to use that thing. Yeah. And you're, there's nobody there you can negotiate with. Your option is to not use it yeah. or... To accept their terms and conditions. That stuff makes me really sorry. You're gonna get me. You see my getting all my. I love it. Up. This is what we're here
0: for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you mentioned QuickBooks, and yeah. you don't s- personally store credit. This cybersecurity is huge for but, virtual yes. practice of any kind. So you're not saving any credit card information on your
1: there's a whole other set of regulations and levels of security that you have to be certain you're implementing to do that yeah. and i was like oh that is that's beyond what i know that myself i'm able to yeah. keep track of so by using quickbooks i don't have to do any of that and so that is really nice and it's just a very simple link i send to people they can pay it through their credit card or whatever they want to pay with and i don't even have to worry about it i don't have to know anything about it i just see the payment comes through Great. and they take a, a fee for that of course fine it's a service it. yeah. <laughs> it's a service it's yeah. totally worth it it's not that big yeah. fee i don't care yeah. people mm-hmm. are all jazzed up about trying to save the like whatever two percent three percent blah 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 and i'm like yes <laughs> but like in the grand scheme of if i pay three percent off everything that's less than i would have to pay somebody to set all this up yeah. for me so or just raise I your prices
0: know. by three percent whatever yeah this is great one more pearl <laughs> yes. is the packaging model for pricing. Again, it's our theme of flexibility and just doing what's right and what makes the most sense. I'm thinking a lot about that for my practice, and I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I love it for acne. I think it makes so much sense for the severe nodulocystic acne that is likely going to require isotretinoin. Uh, My vision of it is you set it up, as you set expectations. You said six to nine months, something like that. I'm going to say, I will get you better. If you do what I'm telling you to do, I will get you better. I if it recurs, your original payment still counts. for. Yes. You're going to come back and we're going to deal with it. You are not going right. to go away from me until you are happy in a sustained way. Right. And this is how much it costs. And it's it's the upfront knowledge of how much something costs. That is so gratifying to people because they're not getting a surprise thing at some point and they can just decide if it's worth it to them or not. It's so much more efficient. Things like orthodontia that I think you mentioned. Areas where we go to a physician or a, a, a dentist or whatever it is, and we cut them a check, literally write a check or give our credit card or use care credit. We go on a payment plan. Wait,
1: you're getting your glasses. That's that, glasses.
0: That's not cosmetic. That's seeing. I don't. It, it, so when you think about it that way, it makes no sense. Someone in so, an office somewhere is deciding what's covered and what's not. And that has nothing to do with medical versus cosmetic. That's a straw man. And I So I cut a check or use my credit card, thankfully, and they don't take a 3% fee because they know it's uh, a big expense to an orthodontist because I'm getting uh, orthodontic surgery for a congenital defect. I have a class 3 malocclusion that will cause my teeth to fall out eventually because of how I I (laughs) gnaw on them and causes me all kinds of things like jaw pain and snoring and all this stuff. Is that covered? My orthodontist to get the teeth together to get the surgeon ready to go? Of course not. <laughs> and if right. you happen to have really good, de- I switched to a dental plan that has some adult orthodontic coverage, uh, a little bit, maybe $1,200, $1,500. I cut mm-hmm. them a check, $6,700. And yeah. I said, that's what it costs. It, it was a wonderful orthodontist right. and I valued what he was doing. But right. it's, and I, I didn't feel like back I was. to your point
1: about expectations. Yes. Right? Totally. People expect to pay for yes jobs. they
0: do they, they do right? yeah
1: and so i think that back to your whole point about what are we doing with yeah. health insurance is that we stopped i love the whole thing people i like you wouldn't use your car insurance to pay for yeah, royalties yeah, yeah. i like that as a mm-hmm. as an idea yeah i just think the whole system is broken yeah is. and i would love it if the system was better and if the system was better i would work in the system yeah but back to your point i'm not anti-insurance yeah i just want to work somewhere where it's just not so hard to help
0: People. Exactly. And it's burning out yeah. the good people. And it is this way for a reason because it's insanely profitable. You follow the money. There is a spread, like right. for profit health insurance companies in this country are incredible. Oh, uh, yeah. economic engines. <laughs> they employ tons oh, of people. I know. My they brother make tons of money. Yeah. And <laughs> where is that spread? Why is that spread you... this big instead of this big or not at all? Because it's a for-profit company instead of a regulated utility. There's other countries, Switzerland, all, lots of other countries who use the Bismarck model. And that's in the weeds again. But because these companies make so much money, it's so easy to point to... Why do my premiums go up? And if I happen to know a doctor, why do their reimbursements go down? Where's right. the middle? Well, it was
1: interesting to me, too, just a sidebar on that. So then our professional organizations, right? So nobody pays pediatricians any money in the first place. Mm-hmm. So their yeah. advocacy is all actually, almost all their advocacy is just around better care for children. Yes. They're like, we need to feed kids. We need to yeah. make it so they could go to school. Google. Yeah. We should not have guns around so they can yeah. be shot. Simple stuff. And then I look at my American Academy of Dermatology and I'm a member of both. Mm. And they're like, we got to figure out how we're going to get paid for freezing actinic keratosis. Yeah. And I'm like, dudes, come on guys. <laughs> how about we bring this focus? Yeah. I appreciate that that whole system is broken. I'm very torn about it. Maybe we should just bring the focus back to taking care of our yeah. people. It, it's sad how
0: are. much of the resources." have to be now devoted to that because we've been so taken advantage of and and allowed ourselves to be. I love that you brought that up and that the pediatricians are are still doing a better job of Understanding that they, are being, in the they first first are being incredibly <laughs> taken advantage of. And they are great direct care mm. pediatric practice as well. Again, not oh, the for answer sure. for everything. We can hold both of these things to be true at the same time yes. and still just throw, as Dr. Todd Otten, who is a wonderful doc who's uh, wrote a book with Joshua Judy called The Ripple of Change. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that metaphor is so good. We're all just throwing these pebbles into the, and it matters. The pebbles that we're throwing matter and ripples are going to bump into each other. And like your ripple in my, Ripple are going to have a, a really exciting synergy and the, a lot of different things like that I can happen so. it, it, and we're okay. going to wrap up soon uh, I'll know I have podcasting credibility once I can be like the people who have the three and a half hour interviews and they just put them up and then their people <laughs> will just listen to the whole thing but I am going to be respectful of your time and our listeners even Carrie
1: Gross trims time. all her. she does these huge interviews and you, they trim it down
0: you bet so we touched on different pricing structures like the acne oh, package yes, model that's so exciting that we can innovate and do that. we talked about messaging. People care about text messages. We want to try our best to make this healthcare experience feel great. Be something right. that people will write home about uh, and they right. will tell everyone they know about it. Uh, the, the fruit is very low hanging in our field and that's the that's the best part about it to be honest.
1: You know what's funny? Go ahead. I answer my own I answer my own phone. Yes. Do you know how Shocking! Often Shocking! People are like, oh. I'm like, hi, this is Dr. Ash. Oh my and gosh! Wrong number. <laughs> there's literally they pause yeah. and they're like, there's always a beat. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, I literally put on my website that I answer my own phone. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: I just I, interviewed a guy, yeah. Dr. Robert Cornfeld, is a direct care podiatrist, podiatrist in, in podiatrist, New York right, City, yeah. and he says the same thing. I answer my own phone. People are blown away. And he can do that because he doesn't need to see 60 patients a day like he yeah. used to in his practice. That's a wonderful thing. People really appreciate that and they will value you and they will take care of, you take care of them, they will take care of you. They want a hometown pediatric dermatology to be a thing that they can use and their friends and family can use. So they're going to take care of your business in the long run. And that's pretty great. But that doesn't mean there aren't bumps in the road. Business is a really hard thing. Yes, Community is already. important. People like me and you talking to each other is really important because we need yeah. to know that everybody is going through bumps in the road and everybody who's trying to build a business is experiencing difficult things, but they're the same types of things. They're patterns, just like medicine. It's pattern recognition like, and you'd figure it out. Absolutely. Uh, th- I, I also wanna...
1: appreciate this. Oh, good. I <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's
0: is just wonderful. It's fun. It's a, podcasting is a selfish thing because it's just a reason to talk to people you admire and want to learn from, but it, you also <laughs> put in a little work to share it with a lot of other people too, which is fun. I am so appreciative of your time. I want you to leave us with one final pearl because you are, I'm surprising you with this, I know, but it's going to be easy for you. Talk about warts for our audience. I bet our favorite things probably align somewhat with this. I think that warts are one of the biggest things that we can get people out of the dermatologist's office for the most part. People do not need to be frozen with liquid nitrogen and tortured, and especially kids. I have patients who come in, adults of kids with warts, who say, I had liquid nitrogen when I was a kid. I still remember it. It was traumatizing. Please do not do that. And I would never... I I don't do that for kids, bottom of their feet especially. But tell me how you get rid of really hard warts in a virtual practice. I know my strategy, but it's possible. Warts are incredibly difficult. They sound easy, Er but especially... Where it's on the bottom of the feet or the hands, so, they can be incredibly right. challenging. Uh, but right. there so are relevant
1: to this actually. Yeah. I've, <laughs> a couple of things. One of my patients years ago had come back; it was a kid, and the family had lived in Japan mm. and some other countries. When they came back, and they were like, "Still getting used to the American medical system. They wouldn't ever see you for these problems mm. in a medical clinic in any of these other places we live. So we're still figuring that out." <laughs> and I was like, noted. it." Right? Noted. But nonetheless, um, warts are know?
0: covered because somebody decided they were covered. Right?
1: And so what would I say? I would say, I unfortunately, I think the best wart treatments are not covered. To your yeah, point about I freezing agree. warts. Nice study. And I'm like, I'm one of those really annoying people. So I read the study about that. That's um, not annoying. It's like literally the first thing I say <laughs> to my poor residents every time they say anything to me. Please. And so I love this one. The bottom line is that if you want to get rid of a wart freezing it, is only effective 20% of the time. Isn't that amazing? So if.
0: And how much money wasted on that? I looked at my resident and I said,
1: why would you do something that does not work? 80% of the time and that's exactly money and I told them and I was like you do understand I just want you it's to a understand shame.
0: and you're hurting I like, people you-
1: <laughs> I was like you may do that but that is not what I think we should probably yes, do I, agree. I remember a colleague saying to me oh, I hate it when kids come in with warts because I can't just freeze it I have to have a 20 minute conversation about the wart and I don't get to even do anything to it
0: oh my god I hate <laughs> freezing warts I love having talking to people about no, right. medicine
1: <laughs> exactly I actually am Currently, in the process of helping my nephew, who is eight, oh, treat his warts. Perfect. Okay. And when he has a wart on the bottom of his foot, mm-hmm. and he's a super active dude, and so it bothers him, and he also doesn't like socks. He okay. just doesn't like things on his feet. <laughs> okay. okay. The first thing I start with is if you are a kid, you don't have to treat your wart True. because it will go away in two years. And if you just don't care about it, it will eventually go away. Good for you. That's and so awesome. just ignore it. <laughs> so a lot of parents are like, oh. Yeah. oh i was like how about we just ignore it and they're like that sounds great and there's different words for that called benign neglect fair enough is what you can call that watchful waiting we could say (laughs) exactly so those are good pediatric terms but basically you're like i could tell you all these things to do about this work but you could also just ignore it and not do anything to it and it will still go away and they're like oh anybody who has five kids they're like yeah. that one right so then for warts that are uncomfortable mm-hmm. or some reason you want to treat yeah. them i always start with salicylic acid and i start with 40 okay. percent because that is what works especially hands and feet warts elbows things like that if you have a more delicate area you might go with a lower percentage but i don't ever see that 40 percent salicylic acid there that comes in like a chapstick version which is my favorite it's called wart stick chapstick. i think most dermatologists know about that mm-hmm. and it's easy enough to come by you can find it online that's my number one and then I actually wanted to put this together for my practice when i'm in an office i love the little disposable curettes that we use and i show a family how to use a little curette and then i give it to them to take home because otherwise i'm just throwing it away and i say you are going to scrape your little wart down every night and you do it till it bleeds yes. or it hurts whichever comes first yep. and i said i don't care if it bleeds when it hurts you stop and as soon as kids are like maybe depends on the kid five or six <clears throat> they can do it for themselves yep. And as long as it's parental supervision, of mm-hmm. course. And I say, like I explained to them with their little curette, I go, if you, this was made to dig out skin cancers. And so if you dig, you will dig. So very gentle. And then they feel like they've accomplished something. Mm-hmm. They have a little tool. I would love to make those into a little kit that I could just send to people and be like, here's your little salicylic acid. Here's your little thing. Whatever. And then people are like, what about duct tape? What about this? I'm like, yeah. I don't cover it up with whatever you want. They've yeah. done the studies. None of it matters. Cover it up with something if you can. So that's my favorite one. Second one, I work down two ladders in treating warts. Pain and cost. This <laughs> and I is tell
0: I'm so glad I asked because this, is... this is. I'm getting so much more than I even. Thought. I knew I would get a lot, I'm so... and I'm getting so much more. Go I on. love
1: to talk about. We're going
0: to do the three-hour version. Keep going. All
1: right, I know, right. here <laughs> we go. An hour on warts. Here we go. Yeah. Next thing that I love to do is wart. Peel, which is a product, yeah. and I specifically feel that wart peel, the product, is important yeah. because if you read the article about how wart peel came to be, the vehicle, as dermatologists know, vehicle is really important, and so the vehicle of wart peel actually does penetrate into the wart. If you just prescribe 5FU, which is one of the components of wart peel, and salicylic acid, those do not penetrate into the mm-hmm. wart. So. Wart peel works well because somebody thought about how to make those two medicines actually get into the wart, and everybody all dermatologists know the virus is at the bottom so it doesn't matter what you do at the top Wart <laughs> peel is my favorite it is not ever covered by insurance because it's compounded but it's pretty affordable i always say three months you got to spend three months doing it expectation because... setting this is so good yep. yeah and my friend another dermatologist said you got to be more stubborn than your wart. <laughs>
0: But I love that. love that. I love yeah. that. It's a battle. So I say that to people. Warts a battle. They
1: are, and I also tell people, treat it till it's comfortable. Yeah. If you don't want it gone, hmm. it's bugging you. It feels a little rock in the bottom of your foot. Yeah. Just treat it till it's soft, and then yeah, yeah like the a callus or, or
0: a corn or something. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah just it's fine. Yeah. They're not going to kill you. Yeah. And I explain to people, I say the reason you still have this wart is your body does not care yeah. about yeah. it. <laughs> your body's it is not, not harmful. Your body's to not you.
0: worried about it. <laughs>
1: Right. So just ignore it. I love that. Your body's ignoring it. Like unless it's hurting, you just ignore it too. It's fine. Your body will take care of it eventually or it won't. Yeah. And that's fine too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are my first two. If I'm in the office, candida antigen is one of my favorites. And then if I'm not in the office, you can do, which is an immunotherapy, that's an injection, but you can do immunotherapy topically. And squaric acid is my favorite topical immunotherapy, which some people use the other one, D- Oh, my God, I was doing yeah, GC, PC, DCPC. Yeah, DCPC. That one? Yeah. Okay, I can never get the, if it's DC. <laughs> the one we use for this, alopecia areata. Anyway, so you can do squaric acid in exactly the same way, and that's actually my preference because the other one, people have become much more Uh, sensitized to. The older version of that DCNB, they basically said don't use it anymore because so many dermatologists sensitized themselves to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, so squaric acid, we used to use it by sensitizing and then treating, but we actually just skip that now because we're getting such crazy reactions sometimes with your initial sensitization that we actually just stop that, so I just prescribe... This and if it's not enough, you can prescribe another tube and it goes up in strength. And that's and that's a, that back,
0: would also be um, from a compounding pharmacy typically for, for, a, for a very pharmacy. reasonable yep. rate. What do you very mind me asking? Price.
1: I want to say that one, maybe third, yeah. like so maybe 30 ish. It's
0: usually 30, 40, 50 dollars when we're getting topicals. It's a bargain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just the stuff in Wart Stick is not going to be cheap. It's not going to be $3. Like, it, it's going to no, be double digits. No, okay, it's 12. So, not bad. So, and, but that's the, why I like that one to start with. But these are prescriptions. And then the other ones and, are going to step up. Yeah, yep. I love that. It's
1: going to be cheaper than your copay.
0: For sure, yes. And absolutely cheaper than going to a dermatologist five times to get your warts frozen and you're limping right. for a week each time. Yes. And you've paid, if you're not at your deductible, you will meet your deductible by doing that. Okay. And, and then the
1: two other integrative things for warts that I love are Oral Zinc.
0: Nice.
1: And then the other thing I... Do you have, have a, no, like a MIGS
0: per Kig type of dose? I hate to interrupt. I'm sorry. I just want to... No, re- please interrupt. Uh, so
1: this is from Ted Rosen, and there's great. zinc sulfate mm-hmm. and zinc glucose. And I have the MIGS per Kig written down somewhere. That's The max is okay. 600. Okay. There are papers. The main thing you got to watch out is for GI side effects, and I will... Get that information to you, and we can figure out where we want to put it. Thank Maybe you. And
0: this is everyone listening, access. and we'll put a disclaimer also. This is not <laughs> medical advice. We are talking. No. This is for entertainment and informational purposes only. We yeah. are talking shop for the benefit of people learning of but, other dermatologists but getting new ideas. you can me an email, and I'll talk yeah, shop for with sure. you. For sure. Yes, I would oh, love to. can I make to. a plug for my Echo? I wanted to talk about your Echo. Congratulations, first of all. Yes, thank you. I wanted to say thank or congrats on this. I want to learn all about Echo, what it is. Teach us about it, and thanks for your wart pearls and secrets. By the way, warts are a big yeah. deal. People care a lot about warts.
1: They do. <laughs> and to that point, for doctors who are listening, yeah. there's a model of learning for doctors, and it's used in other fields, but it started in medicine, and it's been and the model's been published in the New England Journal, so it's legit. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically a specialist gives a brief lecture, of 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. on part of topic, and then each person participating in the echo who wants to brings a patient case relevant to that specialty. Ah, okay. Doesn't have to be on specifically the topic, you bring that, and then you get advice about your patient. I had this kid, he has a wart, we've tried salicylic acid for four months, and then I like froze it a couple of times, and it's just spreading And what do I do, Right. And that is a kind of case you can bring to an ECHO. And ECHO is funded by our federal government, your tax dollars at work, so there's this big HRSA grant, which is the Healthcare Resources Service Administration, something like that. And they have designated two centers of telehealth excellence in the country. Then they have a big three-year grant. One's MUSC and one is the University of Mississippi. I connected back talking to people. I just hit up some guy at a poster session. Turns yeah. out he is actually in charge of telehealth at the University of amazing. Mississippi. And that's how I got Talk to be to people. the <laughs> PI is, of this yes. ECHO.
0: Talk so to people. So come is to amazing. my ECHO. I love that. I registered for your echo, even though I am a dermatologist. So yes. I am not a pediatric dermatologist, and Wait. I am ex- so excited to continue to learn from you. You're oh, such please. a wealth of wisdom. Uh, pediatric dermatologists are as close as it comes. A- again, behind the pediatric hemlock docs, uh, that yeah. of just incredible, good-hearted service minded physicians uh, and they oh, train a long you. time to get there and they they help uh, a lot of people. The, the ECHO, I'm gonna be there. I, I wanna know about how, how are you oh, protected, thank you. How do, th- thank you. How are you, do you become part of the official medical record? How do you know that you're, or how does that, cause it's a formalized curbside consult, right? That sort of yeah. thing. So is there a thing in place that is, it's an understanding that you're not gonna say, in the note that Dr. Ash said to do this, or uh, do you understand how that really works? And I, I have a feeling the risk is very low anyway because you're just doing a good thing <laughs> for people and your good exactly. advice. But,
1: I think that's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. I want to say it's covered under teaching. No. Okay, More or fair enough. Yeah. Probably. It's yeah, covered under that teaching. Makes sense. So, just okay. like you would give yeah, sure. residents a okay. lecture or something like that. Makes that makes sense. And but then, what a great thing. Yeah, it's great. And then, and that's all been sorted out yeah. well before because, like, the Echo in Missouri, for example, is so effective that Medicaid pays for it.
0: Amazing. That's so good. It's
1: such a good model. Yeah. I saw a doctor recently who I said, Do I really need to come back and, given everything you've explained to me, do I realistically need to come back and see you for this from my assessment of what you explained me I don't think I need to come back and see you again for mm. this I don't think I need a yearly checkup yeah. for this thing and he said I'm not gonna tell you not to come back because then what would happen if something happened no. and I was like it's so- <laughs> I oh. personally really dislike what I call CYA medicine mm. I think that it's really important that you aren't cavalier with people's lives that you have direct conversations with people your driving factor should never be i don't want somebody to sue me for malpractice yeah. if you are doing good medicine yeah. because that's just uh, you aren't going to actually protect yourself from malpractice by practicing medicine that way yeah. you're going to practice protect yourself from malpractice by not committing malpractice <laughs> and like exactly. actually yes. doing your best sometimes in medicine things go wrong every Mm -hmm. time you have a complication a problem something doesn't go the way that you intend it to that is not malpractice that is just medicine and your job that's life and your job as a doctor is to explain to people we're going to try this and the reasons we think it's a good idea to try this or this and the reason i think is maybe not a good idea to do it, it would be this and if we do it these are the risks but if we don't do it Here are the risks. If you simply talk to your patients, you communicate well. If they do have a problem and you are doing your best Mm -hmm. to provide medicine that you are trained to do, Right, Even though I went to school for a long time, I should not be doing neurosurgery because I did not train in neurosurgery. <laughs> so you do the medicine you're trained yeah. to do. I do think you should be able to learn new things. So just because you're a dermatologist doesn't mean that you can't learn how to prescribe atypical antipsychotics for nice. your patient who has delusions of parasitosis. That is a mm-hmm. medication. That is your disease. I prescribe so, pimozide,
0: and I totally agree. Yeah. We're off on mm-hmm. another.
1: I'm on like a tirade yeah. about something else. But, <laughs> yeah. but I think you just need to... I think one of my friends, my very... An old and dear friend said to me, I said, I don't, I'm not really doing social media thing. I don't really feel for me that I have the desire to make myself a brand. Like I don't necessarily think that I, that's not something. And he said to me, but Sarah, I've known you since we were kids. And he said, your brand is authenticity. You are the same person you've grown and changed and whatever, but basically you are you. And you just tell people in a kind way directly what's up and what's mm-hmm. going on. So I think that's what I want from my doctors. I just want authenticity. Just be straight with me and tell me when you know things and tell me when you don't know things and let's have a conversation like grownups.
0: Okay. Beautiful. And <laughs> <right> that, down. <laughs> if, that, if you decide to put yourself out in, in, on social media for instance people will be drawn to you because of that authenticity because they sense that in you and you don't have to sell that it's obvious as soon as you start talking i love this conversation of cya you said cya it's my podcast i can say it cover your ass medicine so many of us practice it and it is is expensive and it doesn't work and people don't take the time to understand why most of the time doctors get sued life happens but if you can defend your decision and how you delivered the care, the competence is assumed. Every person who's going to see a physician, like I assume competence in a lawyer, they assume you are competent in your field, your specialty. And the stuff on top of that is integrity and honesty. Even if you make a mistake, doctors are human. They're allowed to make mistakes. Not on purpose, but they make mistakes. And when you apologize and point out that mistake as soon as you're made aware of it, the likelihood of you being sued for that is so low. The doctors who Absolutely. lie get sued. The doctors yeah. who are mean to their patients or just have a horrible bedside manner so much more likely to get sued. If you have integrity, if you are authentic, uh, that your mistakes will be seen as mistakes. They will not be seen yeah. as negligence. And your patients won't want to. They'll say, I love Dr. Ash. I would never sue her. Like it's unfortunate that this happened. I don't want to sue my friend like that. And that is literally how people think about this. So, uh, the CYA stuff is the mindset shift, and it's something people need to work on. And I'm grateful, especially in dermatology. We have a lot of, like you mentioned your husband, risk-averse. We, have a, we are a notoriously risk-averse group of people, right? especially <laughs> as dermatology has gone from the field you go into when you can't match into internal medicine, not to offend uh, any...
1: No, as my grandfather said when I said I was going to do dermatology, he goes, oh, syphilis! <laughs>
0: We were venereologists at one point, and we still are. But now that it's become, because of the lifestyle aspects and various things, it has become the World Series or All-Star Game of medical school. That, along with a few other specialties, and these people also self-select into a rather risk-averse population. There's already not enough of us to take care of people. On top of that, we don't have enough of us who are prescribing the medications that people need to get better. Yeah. That's a whole other soapbox, and I'm not going to spend time right. on that today. <laughs> but I'm grateful yes. for people like you who are going to go to bat for your patients, are going to say, this thing is complicated, but I'm willing to spend the time talking to you about it, because the risk of this treatment, in my opinion, does not outweigh the risk of not treating this thing. Yeah. And that is, no one would ever sue you for And if you had a, a person who did, you would be able to defend yourself. Because you, yeah, right. you knew you did nothing wrong. L- living that CYA life is, is not a happy place for, for anybody. You have given us so much today. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> Sorry, the, the wart pearls. <laughs> you've been so generous with yeah. your time. I'm definitely going to want you to come back, either both to update us on how your practice is going, what you've learned, what's going well, what hasn't, uh, how these acne cases are going with the package kind of deals. I love that. Oh, yeah. And that's been great. That's yeah. wonderful. And how ECHO is going, how you're doing on your mission yeah. to serve all all of the upper rural Midwest. There's this rural access dermatology for the AAD, the committee that's being formed. So the AAD is paying attention. So many good things. And I know a lot of people are going to just resonate with this show because of how authentic you are and how much you care about your chosen profession. You have found a way to deliver it in a way that at the end of the day makes you smile. And during the day, you're probably smiling. That is so exciting. I wish you continued success in that and I am very excited to have you back at some point so tell our listeners where they can find you your services yeah. or you in any other way that you want to offer and we'll also have written uh, things in the show notes
1: sure. absolutely the easiest way to find me is on my website which is www.hometownpediatricdermatology.com, all one word. Mm -hmm. And that is really the best way to track me down. And even if you just want to talk to me, hit the request appointment button. It just sends me a little text message and we can talk about things.
0: It's that easy. (laughs) I can attest to it. It's really that easy. (laughs) It doesn't have to be this hard. (laughs) And it's not hard. It's a wonderful, the rates are extremely reasonable. And there's a sliding scale, like she said, she tries to take Medicaid, all those things. So please do tell us what states you can see people in.
1: Oh wow, I can see states in in it's Utah, on your website. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Utah to Michigan. Amazing. And then down to Nebraska, okay. Wyoming, that's Iowa. That's a great So, way upper to put it. Midwest. Amazing. West. A huge
0: yeah. catchment area. And that's yeah. your zone of, that you're targeting. It's not just Minnesota where you are that you're able to take care of people. That's wonderful. Check her out at hometownpediatricdermatology.com. And you'll start, definitely see her back on this show if she is willing uh, to come back on. Oh, absolutely. And this I, is great fun. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you had fun. I had fun too. I have always learned so much from you. I have so much respect for you. And I'm just grateful that you're here. And with that, we will sign off. Thank you, everyone for listening. Thank you, Dr. Ash, for your time. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, Stephen here. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can support a podcast is to share follow, subscribe, and most importantly, leave an honest review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast hosting platform. If you're new here, you might not feel ready to leave an honest review yet. That's totally fine. At the very least, keep listening and share it with one person in your life who you think might benefit from it. Thanks for being here. Your attention means the world to me. I'll see you on the next episode. If you like this and want to subscribe to my newsletter, Head over to luellismd.com. That's L E W E L L I S M D as in medical doctor.com.